Hello and welcome to Same Cast Different Day Podcast. This is the final episode of 2023. Thank you all who has streamed this podcast and viewed the podcast live or went back and viewed the videos on YouTube. Thank you guys. It's been an amazing year and we can't wait to continue to bring you guys more content going into 2024. Yay! <laughs> I thought she was going to do like introduce us this time, but apparently she wasn't. So uh, I'm Martel Rowland. <laughs> And I'm Tina. And we are your hosts for the podcast. And we're going to get things started with our news roundup. All right, so to kick off our news roundup, social media companies earned about $11 billion in ad revenue for 2023, which means this is why you've been seeing an increase in like ads on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok also. And lately on TikTok, even with the TikTok shop, you guys haven't noticed, they've been pushing like, when I'm scrolling through my timeline, like at least every two or three video is them, somebody like on there trying to sell something because they get... I guess like certain creators on TikTok, whatever you got the followers, you get um, a chance to like earn commission off whatever you sell from the TikTok shop, wherever you're pushing. So I get, I'm starting to see a lot of that. And uh, those of you who are done where TikTok is actually introducing a thing, we can do longer videos. So um, they've been adding advertising as you can post more than one minute. Um, me, I've been able to post more than one minute videos for quite a while on TikTok. So I'm thinking they're going to go above one. I think the max was like five minutes for me. So I believe they're going to be next going to be going up to be you can post between five to 10 minute videos or even longer videos after that. Uh, one of the reasons people are saying this is because of advertisement. You know, the longer video is, they can probably put ads into the video for those video, those content creators who have like thousands and thousands or millions of followers. So that way you'd be forced basically sit through an ad to watch your favorite content creator, which is why we're seeing this uptick in uh these uh social media companies making money off of ads the 11 billion dollars they made this past year it's just a lot of money alone i totally 100 agree um former u.s senator and uh former owner of the milwaukee bucks herb cole has passed away He's one of the main. I drink to that. Oh my God, you drink it to that? Oh, I oh shit. I gotta I gotta toast her like he's a legend. Okay, clink, clink, clink. Clink. I ain't got no I ain't got no glass. <laughs> but um, mm, he's one of the main reasons why the Milwaukee Bucks stay in um, Wisconsin, where in Milwaukee, because one of the um, his things was when he sold the Bucks was that the dare. Whoever agreed to buy them cannot move them out of state. So he was actually yeah. able to push yep, ad, um, like uh, what's it was like ad revenue or how can we advertise a good revenue for the city of Milwaukee by keeping the Milwaukee Bucks in town. Student loans. So for those of you who don't know, student loan payments have been um, unpaused as of October. People had to pay back their student loans, and. Um, according to these, the, some numbers that came out, people are struggling to pay their student loan payments back. 
they say about 60% of 60% of 22 million people did not make their payments until mid November. My thing is, why would you even um, freeze the, like the whole right before Christmas, like holiday season? Why would you do that? Because they're hungry for money. Like they got, they try to go, they got to find ways to, to basically fund world war three. That's about to happen. If uh, things don't you know, take a change <laughs> over in, um, um, uh, TikTok, help me out. Where is that war happening at overseas? It's some war. I forgot where it's happening. Israel, Palestine, <laughs> oh. Israel. The Israeli people at war with the other people. That war over there, and then they're trying to fund the, you know, the war with Ukraine and all that other kind of stuff. So you know, they got to find ways to make money somewhere because when people make their student loan payments, that's like billions of dollars just coming in every month to the U.S. government when people make those student loan payments. Now, I feel like student loan payments should be adjusted to a, a lower monthly cost when people are paying these student loan payments back. They do not have the repayment program. Well, I believe you make 10 years of payments and it's based on your income and you make those 10 years worth of payments and the rest of your student loans will be forgiven. Even with those, like some of those student loans based on certain people's income, like even if you make you know, twenty five thousand. Let's say you make twenty five to twenty six thousand dollars a year, and they base that off your. Oh, that's your. Okay, you're gonna echo on your side. Okay. <laughs> so, um, when they hear the, uh, they they base it off. So those people who are like consider low income, whatever they have, and they and it's based off the income, they are still having to pay between roughly from fifty to a hundred dollars a month for this student loan payment. Now, if you do a breakdown and have somebody who makes about twenty-five dollars to $26,000 a year after taxes, they might only bring home about $630, close to $700 in two weeks of pay. Now you take take that and when you got, you know, the cost of rent steady increasing, the cost of groceries steady increasing, the cost of everything steady increasing. And on top of now you have the student loan payment that you uh, are, have to pay back and you're stuck with how do you afford it? I'm, I'm pretty sure people are going to choose, well, I'm going to put food in my house and make sure my, well, no, my bills is paid before I make this student loan payment. To be honest, I'm going to feed my family over making this student loan payment. Mm-hmm. As you should. So I As you like, should and everybody should. Right. And I feel like there's, it's something that could be done about how they how student loan payments work at, at the same time like we have caught over the last few years we have seen such an increase in the cost of higher education but yet on the other end of once you finish higher education you're not really seeing the reward to me unless you're going into the healthcare field you're not really seeing that award because you can go get you know like even even say it was a psychologist or whatever or psychiatrists those people like those queers are starting to do them down because it's starting to become a a, a less of them like you can do like a lot of people who goes and get these degrees to be to be a psychiatrist or whatever you don't see them using it or it's very hard for them to be able to find a job to have, actually be able to use their degree even when it comes to business you go you spend all this time you go to school you get a business degree to you know to work your way up in a business and who's to say like unless you Go start your own business. It's like, what's the point of really going to school to get a business degree? It's up to just to look good for a business that's still not going to pay you what you worth at the at the end of the day. 
So I agree. We need some regulation when it comes to higher education costs. I agree. Yay, agreeing with me. I agree. So I feel like I feel like colleges should charge per credit based on whatever degree mm-hmm. program, certificate program, whatever it is that you're doing. Basically, like going off of what you know, the U.S. labor statistics show what on average, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a career mm-hmm. like that makes in that state. And then they need to adjust it accordingly, you know, because I mean, it's like. I mean, can you see like somebody who's going to school to become a teacher and at the end of the four years of, you know, going to school to become a teacher, I'm still only making thirty five to forty thousand dollars a year. That's and what I'm I, saying, and, I, and you and I spend, there four and I spend, years, and I don't spend fifty to sixty thousand dollars, fifty to sixty thousand dollars to get this degree, only to make forty to forty-five, maybe thousand dollars a year. And that's what I'm saying. So they that would be very great if, and I mean, I know a lot of people would be like, "Well, that's not fair." Whoop do whoop blah blah blah. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it is. Everybody can't be a doctor or don't want to be a doctor or, or neurosurgeon mm-hmm. or something like that, you know. Um, there are other more, um, other more careers out there like teachers. We need a lot more of those, you know, we need a lot more psychologists and psychiatrists, you know, we need a lot more of those things. Hell, even music teachers, like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's something that's a, that's a dying art. Like music was in school. Um, when I was born for free, they do all that electronically now, the music stuff. So. Kids don't play instruments no more. They they can make a whole piano be right on a computer now. So that's stupid. Like it's just it's it's it is an art. That's an art form, right? And just creating the instruments to make these sounds is an art form. And -hmm. learning how to utilize them correctly and read music, right? That to me, Mm -hmm. that's an art form because each instrument has its own set of music like when i read piano music it's not the same as me reading violin music you know or drums or a wind instrument or you get what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. it's like it's an art and just kind of there's no reason there's nothing wrong with the music industry now when you get into you know everything being synthesized and you got these producers or beat makers and all of the sounds are actually on the computer I mean, right. those sounds are taken from people actually playing those instruments. They You're record right. them and they make it available for people to purchase to create these the music, the beats, right? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, it's a it's a lost art, it's a beautiful art, um, dance, you know, or theater or you know, things of that matter. Like people go to school for these things. They they might have a natural not to perform these arts, but they still are required if they want to get that job that they're looking for. You know, they mm-hmm. want to be in this symphony or this orchestra, or they want to be in this Broadway play, or they want to be, you know, in this movie. That they look for those type of credentials. You can be a great actor, but who's just uh, you just telling me you're a great actor? I need to see something on paper, you know? Right. So, right. so yeah, I just feel like. Um, it's just an industry that American society decided to capitalize upon, mm-hmm. right? 
because you got to think about it back in the day it was really those type of things were you just had a gift or a knack and people would pay to see you perform or you would just have a skill right right a manufacturing skill so i mean i don't know it's sad and it's just getting out of control and i don't know what they're going to do about it hopefully since people are having issues with paying for you know student loans and the amount of what is it gen z Mm-hmm. That's yes, actually going, you know, it ain't really too much of them that are interested in going into college anymore because, like you said, with the whole ads and stuff on social, social media is free right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So they can create content, they can be content creators and make way more, more money than I would ever have and don't have any debt from going to school. It's a win win yeah. situation. And they just right. get to do whatever they want to whenever they want to. That is 100% correct. Y'all so why not? Go on Gen Z's with your bad sales. <laughs> I know we're trying to catch millennials. We're trying to catch up. What's good? Right. So is we got to talk about one thing that's local where me and Tina lives at that a lot of oh, people child. don't like to talk about. Mm. And that is taxes. So the Milwaukee County sales tax is set to increase by 2%. So for those who don't know, our current sales tax is 5.5%. So with the two point with the 2% increase, our sales tax will now be going up to 7.9%. This does not include groceries, water, gas, or prescription drugs. Oh Lord Jesus. Oh Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. Wait. Oh Lord Jesus! I feel like taxes have been in the three to five percent range here my whole life. Why do they think we got? <laughs> and it's crazy because our kids like I'm sorry, okay, like, I'm sorry. You know, because like in Chicago, I think like their tax they they tax is like ten or eleven percent right now. And I'm like, we are far. We, okay, we only about like an hour and a half from Chicago. But at the same time, we're not as big as Chicago. Our population is only 500 some thousand people compared to Chicago, I believe like 3 million some population. So I'm, I'm like, they can afford it there. Like y'all, they have higher wages than we do. I'm pretty sure that minimum wage is higher. We don't even have $15 minimum wage here. If you go to McDonald's right now, you're still only making $7.25, which is the natural, the national average for minimum wage here in the state of Wisconsin. So with this increased tax, that is is this going to this going to force people to one either go to another county to buy stuff or two just not buy some of this stuff in general and one of the things that i was thinking of like what this is is this going to affect the local you know the local stores within milwaukee county especially the mom and pop stores you know who rely on foot traffic foot traffic and people coming in to buy products from their stores so if people are going to look outside of you know, outside of the county to go buy stuff. What does this mean for small stores? Because let's just say hypothetically they go to the store and normally something they pay five dollars for is now with the new sales tax increase, you're now paying an extra two, three bucks for this product. Is it would you make the drive to another county? And for us, another like people like another county is really not that far. It's literally like a 20 minute drive for us to drive to another county. If not sometimes depending on where you're going, not even 20 minutes. To drive to to go buy the same product at a cheaper price, because at the same time like we are me. we are already paying an increase, and we have a, a extra sales tax already on our gasoline, anyways, because we are live 
any most populated part of this of the state we have to have a cleaner glass cleaner gas used for our cars so we have to hire have a higher grade of gas that we pay for that's supposed to be more environmentally friendly that we have to pay for in our in our state in, in our county so it's like and I, I, I don't go out of the county to pay for gas, so I just pay this little stupid ass gas tax. But still, when it comes to this stuff, like I can't imagine. So, can you imagine? You go to the store and you go to Best Buy and you buy yourself a a thousand dollar TV. Can you imagine what seven point nine percent extra tax is going to look like when you buy a product that's over a thousand dollars? Or can you imagine you know going what? To buy the, the the tax on what like does they add that onto when you buy a car? Can you imagine you purchasing a car that's thirty thousand dollars, and they add on an additional seven point nine percent in sales tax on a thirty thousand dollar price tag? Like, come on now. Well, I kind of knew that was coming because look at how they raised the property tax, right? Oh, my house raggedy, so my property tax ain't going. It went down. It went down. <laughs> it went down oh, like eighty dollars. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait till you wait. get done with them renovations. Oh, honey, I, know, next year? I know I'll regret it already when they get through the renovations and stuff. I'm regretting that set when that tax bill come next year. Like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, They're going to hit you with the heat. And when that tax bill come, I'm like, Tina, this is all your fault. <laughs> nope. Welcome to my world. Well, yeah, but like, but like Tina said, they already increased uh, property tax. So I know one of my coworkers, she's uh, complaining about her property tax. She said hers went for fourteen hundred dollars last year, so now she's paying eighteen hundred dollars for, for last year. And some people are like, oh, well, that's not that much. I'm like, for the area that she stays in, which is is not the greatest area to live in, that's a lot for for that area for the uh, for the property tax to be going on and considering the fact that she didn't do no major major renovations to her house the only thing she did was repainting her porch in the last year that's stupid and yeah her that's property stupid. tax went up four hundred dollars mine's went up by like two thousand okay first of all you in that bougie ass neighborhood with no street lights so <laughs> Of course, your property tax gonna be high as hell. That's why we tell y'all about moving to them bougie ass neighborhoods. I will stay my ass in the ghetto and pay that low ass tax <laughs> property tax. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got to worry about my kids. No kids going to a good school. Long they ass come pick up that trash and bring the street the street sweeper every two three months. I'm happy. I am happy being in the ghetto. Nah, I had to get up. I had to get up out of the ghetto. It's a little bit okay, too much. The, the shit that come out of my mouth. Okay, I can't admit I don't live in one of those kind of ghettos where there's like murders and shootings and killings every day. Like I don't. Like, it's nothing like that. It's just a lot of people call it the ghetto because it's close to Atkinson, well, one of a ghetto street, I guess. Which I stay like two blocks away from there. But other than that, it's you can you can sit outside and nobody will bother you. We don't left our doors unlocked. Nobody was dumb enough to come in our house. So, yeah, I feel safe where I live at. Damn it! And that's good. That's that's good because yeah. even you know living out my neighbor right across the street, he did not make me feel safe. I was talking about the new Remember one. The creepy oh, dude. Okay, the creepy the old one. one. Okay. 
The one that they ain't the one that, that, that was that the one who was outside cutting his grass every day. And without a shirt on. Yeah. Okay. He was okay. cutting his dirt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Him. Yeah. The one, the one that said he was married, but I never met his wife. Never right. seen her ever. Ever. <laughs> the invisible wife. That's why he was outside cutting his grass for you with his shirt off. He wanted you to be his new wife. He was like, yeah, dark You meat. mean his new victim? <laughs> his new victim? He already had dark meat. Let him tell it. <laughs> All right. Well, some new dark meat. He was going to pull a Freddy on you like dark meat. <laughs> I, I'm, hey, I'm just saying my fault you had the creepy neighbor. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, we need Ooh, to do child. something about taxes because... um. Uh, anybody on TikTok? Oh, hey, Brittany, how you doing? I didn't know you was there. Hey, how you doing? Uh, oh, it's Brittany on the, the TikTok live. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? I forgot that. We're talking about taxes. Oh, Lord have mercy. He lost, y'all. He lost. Taxes is too damn high. We need to do something about oh. taxes. Because I'm going to drink to that because taxes is too damn high. Woo! <laughs> Mm. Never mind me. I need to put in a wine order while I'm on my ship, when I'm on a cruise ship. Um, okay. Uh, Donald Trump is appealing a ballot ban in Colorado. He's going to the Supreme Court because it's recently ruled that Donald Trump is, because of, the, I believe, the whole insurrection thing, that he is to not be on the 2024 ballot for president. And my thing, I, like I, I said this to Tina earlier, if we have to have a Republican president <laughs> I would rather have that woman that was debating here in Milwaukee. I don't know her name, but it was a woman. She's like the only woman that's running for president right now on the Republican side. I would rather have her as a president than Donald Trump. I'm just saying, and after and after she, you know, served her time as president, the governor of California who demolished Ron DeSantis in that uh debate that they had needs to be running for president. Because he mm -hmm. threw facts, he threw numbers, he threw logic, he threw everything at Rondi Santa. And he, Rondi Santa had no comeback. He ain't had no, he ain't even know how to respond to half the shit that was being thrown at him. I'm 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 proud of the governor of California. Wait to go. I had a burp. Anyways, uh this has been a news roundup. Yay. So now it is time to move into hot topics for this week. And then I do have some videos of the week for y'all coming up at the end of the towards the end of the show. And Tina has a uh some updates for you. Um, you no know, health stuff, you know, she a nurse, not that stuff, you know she nurse. So she got health updates and stuff for y'all. But let's get into hot topics. That's the type of music that I play when a classy hoe walking on stage and she about to get ready, about to hit that pole. That's that's from classy hoes right there. That like they that's about to hit that stage. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Uh, I I don't know how to patent. I don't know if it's patent already or if it's been invented already. But uh, Black Panther. For all of y'all who don't know who Black Panther is, if you work in my job, you, this person referred to he is known as Brody. 
Uh, <laughs> so Black Panther, he said his daughter recently graduated high school or some graduated some some something, got a degree, diploma, something. That's what he said. He said, I told her she needs to go work for the Milwaukee Bucks players. I said, what do you mean she needs to go work for the Milwaukee Bucks players? I, said, I told her to go get that portable strip pole and set it up and start working her ass for the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> so can we invent a, a portable strip pole? Somebody need to invent a portable strip pole. There is a, a portable strip pole. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> it, has a, it has a little round stage and the post is anchored in the stage up. Oh, okay. Well, see, there he go. I'm gonna have to let him know next time I see him that they, they already got it. Why he don't know? Why he making these suggestions? <laughs> oh, he knows that see? they need to go get a damn job and stop bothering him. That yeah, but you know what? I'm not gonna deal with Brody shenanigans. I'm not. I'm not gonna. That man. He just like he be talking about the whore of Babylon. It's, <laughs> it's dementia. I, I need a reason to drink. I don't. I don't need a reason to drink. It, um. Dementia <laughs> is what he has. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell y'all who the whore of Babylon is on here. That it has to be uh, off camera. Um, I don't even. <laughs> well, to keep things going, one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas, I don't know if it's the current baby mama, he with the current girlfriend, whoever, whatever. One of Nick Cannon's baby mama gets to him a Monopoly parody game. If y'all okay. figure out where I'm going with this, hopefully y'all figure out where this is going. How many pieces is it in a Monopoly game? Uh, pieces as in like the pieces that you play with? Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know. Is it like five or six? Mm, and it, it's pieces? I think it's like 12. You talking like about the, like the like I mean like the, the horse top hat? Yeah. Yeah. It's like twelve of them, right? Not that I know of. What twelve items do you play with? I don't know. Over the years, it's been different stuff. So, okay. His baby mama gifted him a Monopoly parody game. Each of the pieces is twelve. Is for twelve of his kids. Oh. <laughs> I had saw that okay. because I thought about it too. Like, is it really twelve pieces? Like, can twelve people yeah. play Monopoly? And so I thought about that too. Like, you okay? You but, a, a lot what? of them. You, you got that many. That means that if he want to play Monopoly with his own kids, he can't even play because there's only enough pieces for the kids. Well, I will say this. I mean. The only thing that was to me that was cringy about his situation is that he had so many kids kind of like at the same time. That means you fucking mock. Dude, I need to stop that. He was having sex with multiple different women. <laughs> I'm trying to be good and not, you know, hell. What? <laughs> I almost did it again. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh. So that's the only thing to me that's cringy because, I mean, back in the day, you know, larger families were more common, right? So well, I don't think that the that's... same woman back then. Majority, of, like, in, uh, so I say in the South, <laughs> in the South, 
majority of them went back then like they'd be married to their wife and they what they would have like 10 kids with it was can, it, it was it was taboo to have outside children yes it was right yes i mean not saying mm-hmm. they didn't have them they were very secret children that nobody really knew about like you mm-hmm. like the mom and daddy probably know about the outside children or whatever like oh that's your cousin and then finally later on, your cousin is your auntie slash brother. So you know shit like that. Bro. <laughs> Did you say auntie slash brother? I don't know how that's possible. I don't know. This is like something that happened in the South. I don't know. Like it'd be like year, it'd be like 20, 25 years after the parents passed away. Like, you know what? I'm really your brother, not like type shit like i don't know Ooh, child them 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 family secrets in the south boy you don't be knowing that i swear i didn't know it was, i was about 30 years old until i was like what y'all was what that's what that mean that's who that is like what what, what, what why wouldn't you tell me this stuff how is y'all why is y'all keeping that a secret and like yeah. exactly that's what i said that's that southern mess so, it is messy. We have to talk about a Hollywood breakup. So those, oh. those of you who don't know, um, Mariah Carey has parted ways with her longtime boyfriend, Brian Tanaka. If you don't know, Brian Tanaka was her backup dancer back, back to when she did the Emancipation of Mimi album when she went on Adventures of Mimi tour back in 2006. Uh, they knew each other back then. She said they spent a lot of time talking on the bus. And Nick Cannon came around. Then she ended up getting Nick Cannon marrying him. Then she got a rich guy, the rich guy, James Packard. And when it didn't work out with him, she said, fuck it. Her and Brian ended up back together somehow. And then they stayed together for seven years. She has not said anything publicly about the breakup. But guess who did? Brian Tanaka went on his website, Instagram, wherever he went and posted this long-ass message at and basically confirmed the breakup and talking about it was they both agreed to go their separate ways and all that kind of stuff. The only reason I believe they honestly broke up was just the simple fact that he was young and wanted kids. And she's at an age where she doesn't want to have more kids. And that's the only reason I can really see this breakup happening. It's just the age difference. You think she ever gonna get married again? No. Yeah, okay, that, that could be it too. Maybe he was ready for marriage and kids, like you said. Yeah. I think after being married to Tommy Mottola for almost 10 years, and then um oh, yeah. then, she was, <clears throat> then she was married to Nick Cannon for like almost seven years. Then she got engaged to James Packer, which he used her basically for publicity because nobody in America knew who he was until he decided to date her. <clears throat> and then she, I think she dated somebody, she, what they call like the Mexican male version of her. She dated him at one point and then that didn't work out. Then she, she dated Derek Jeter, which was a short time in her life. So I know, I don't, I don't think that she will ever get married again. So I think she gonna, if she do decide to get married this better be her final one because baby we're gonna start looking at you like jennifer lopez because she got more rings than half of these <laughs> nfl teams got super bowl rings i'm just saying she is building them rings up i think she she got a seven or eight rings now like jennifer oh, lopez well. got a lot of engagement rings i mean like you y'all could put they could put those things in the hall of fame <laughs> just it could be a hall of fame of engagement rings him like jennifer lopez seven <laughs> <laughs> She's a seven-time world champion engager. 
I'm gonna slow down with you. All right, slow down with you. Oh shit. Okay, so we already thirty. Quick question. Quick. Story. Yeah, hold on. Quick question. I'll time it. Well, we take talking about people that will never get married. Where the hell is Statman at? Have you seen him lately? Uh, TikTok is Statman still alive? Oprah, uh, Oprah Winfrey's uh, is they that's even her fan? They engaged? I don't think they ever got engaged. No, nothing. He used oh. to. I used to see him out more publicly with her, but you know, with the color purple and stuff being out, I haven't seen. She took the picture with Tyler Perry, right, when she was looking good mm-hmm. in her purple gown. Where the hell is Statman? Do y'all know if Statman is still like Oprah Winfrey's man? Let me know. <clears throat> I have no clue. I haven't heard that name in years because, uh, you know, I stopped thinking about Oprah and Statman and started thinking about Oprah and Gail. So I think some got to be going on between them because I'm just sorry. Ain't nobody friends like that and they, you know, you know what. I'm just saying. People get mad at me all they want to. I'm just saying. There is something going on between Oprah and Gail. And I know I ain't the only one who don't seen it. You know, you know what? <laughs> you gotta be stopped. You Why gotta be stopped. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just saying be. because um, you gotta be stopped. I'm just saying because it's gonna be the few times. What's her name? Robin Roberts. I had no idea that she was into women. Next thing you know, she popped up on Good Money America, married to a woman. I said, Well, when the hell did this happen? <laughs> Why was I late to this news? How did she keep that a secret? <laughs> I can't even I can't even keep the last time I farted a secret. So how does she keep a whole just <laughs> <laughs> a secret? <laughs> I'm just I'm like, hey, I, that was a good ass secret she kept all these years. What I'm is just, wrong with you? I'm what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that was a good ass secret she kept. Man. Child, you need to go on this vacation. Ooh, child, you need a break. I guess since she brought it up, I guess I'll talk about this story before we go on. I go into the other story. Okay. So Viola, Viola Davis and Taraji P. Henson and a few other actresses, uh, Terrence Howard was one of them, who are who are coming out about black people being underpaid in Hollywood, which is the same thing that Monique has been talking about for years. And I'm going to admit, Monique, I am sorry. I can I can publicly say that I am sorry because I was one of those people that was calling you crazy. I don't know. I'm like she loses her mind, and I was believing I was believing the labels that they were putting out there about her. And now really? fast forward to these years later, and hearing how these other actors are being treated, how she was saying like, um. They wanted her to go do a press junket for Precious, but it was overseas. And she asked Oprah and them, would she be getting paid for? And they told her no. So she said, well, I'm not doing it. I'm going to turn it down. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to go and promote a movie. And I'm not getting paid to go promote it. So they turned it down. She turned it down. They said, no, she said she getting all these things. She got blacklisted from Hollywood. She wasn't getting called for like movie movie roles anymore. Um she said, you know, uh, what was it? Lee Daniels and Oprah had labeled her, you know, difficult, her and her husband said they were difficult to work with and all these other kind of things was made it really hard for her to get jobs. And then also there was the Netflix special that Netflix offered. They wanted her to do like a, a stand-up special. 
they only offer her $500,000 to do this Netflix special. But Amy Schimmer was offered 10 to 11 million dollars to do a stand up special. Oh, no. Um, Terrence Howard recently came mm-hmm. out and said for the movie Hustle and Flow, all the money that that movie made, he only walked away with $12,000. This was before you no know, Terrence Howard was Terrence Howard. Uh, no, Terrence Howard said, was Terrence Howard before that. I mean, but he wasn't the Terrence Howard he is today, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So for him to only get offered $12,000 for a movie role, he wasn't the Terrence Howard that we look at it as of today. Oh, well, thank no, you I for think whoever subscribed, thank you. I think so. I think that for I that movie, that. Hustle and Flow, I don't think the creators thought it was going to take off like it did. And then so, I think Three Six Mafia got a Grammy behind that, right? They have an Oscar for that movie. An Oscar. <clears throat> No, no, no. But they have a Grammy okay. and an Oscar. They won an Oscar because Harris Howard performed the music from the Oscars on the from the, the, oh, the music. On okay, the okay. So, but here's okay. the part where okay. I, I said it, like he got screwed because Paramount, uh, Paramount was the one who produced the movie, and when they um, and when they when they put the movie out or whatever. They listed so like they said like you know where it says perform like the performance bible where he was playing the like the, the rapping and all that other kind of stuff mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. performed by Terrence Howard they put performed by DJ and who owns the character DJ Paramount so all these years <clears throat> every time we would stream or was buying the Hustle and Flow soundtrack every time we streamed it the re- the royalties was going to Paramount. Terrence Howard did not see one dime of the royalties coming from any of the music that came from Hustle and Flow. So then where was his manager at? It, that's what I said. This is why they were lowballing black actresses back then. Um, Viola Davis, she came out and said, you know, they call her this. She said they don't told her that she's the black Meryl Street, Mer- Meryl Street. But at the same time, she said, Y'all don't pay me Meryl Street money. She said, I don't mm-hmm. took roles that was for, you know, less than what, you know, my white counterparts were getting for for the same for roles that I was doing. So yeah. now with all this being said, this is why people's like, this is why we needed, you know, the writers give when they had to strike and everything. This is why they had to strike earlier this year because of these big, you know, movie making companies is not sharing the profits when it comes to these movies and how things are going. Just like they're asking mm-hmm. people who are um, extras in movies, it could be 3,000 years after they're dead, and I can still use your face as an extra in my movie, and I don't have to pay your family Jack Diddley Squat. I don't have to pay you Jack Diddley Squat. I pay you $200 to do this one movie for me as an extra, and for the rest of the time, I can use your face whenever I want to, and I don't have to pay you. This is why we saw that strike earlier this year. And I'm so happy that a lot of people who work in that industry are starting to speak up on the on this exact situation because there needs to be fair pay. You know, these people, you know, they sign on to do a movie. It can take eight months to a year to do that movie. I can't sign on to do other projects because I'm I'm contracted to do your movie. So for that one year, if you only pay me two hundred thousand dollars to film your movie for that year, 
that's all I got to live off of. I still got to pay. And out of that $200,000, I got to pay my manager. I still got to pay taxes. I still got to pay to live. All kind of stuff off just that $200,000 that you're paying me to make for that year, for, for that time that I'm spending that movie. So that's the only movie I made for that year. I only made $200,000 for a year compared to my white counterparts who made $10 million off of just doing one movie for a year. Yeah. And again, it's some inequality and just it's just it's everywhere. That's sickening. Mm-hmm. That's sickening. Yeah. I don't no matter what field you work in, it's gonna be those inequalities. So how much do you know about because you know we got Tyler Perry, right? Mm-hmm. And the majority of his shows, his movies, the main characters are always african-american descent mm -hmm. right so i'm wondering if you know if that's something that he's trying to improve upon you know because he came from a meager beginning right he's sweeping his car and stuff like that before mm -hmm. he started making a dig and he started out with his own character his plays and stuff like that right mm -hmm. um i hope he would be very vocal you know, in this industry about something like that, because I would love to see him bring, and he has had a quite a bit of what I consider black A-listers, right? Mm -hmm. Come and do things with him. And he's also given people chances um, to star in his television shows and stuff like mm -hmm. that. He's also, he was also trying to, I believe he was trying to buy the, what, what was that, BET? Yes, that was rumored. <clears throat> yeah um so i really hope that can be kind of see a shift i'm really interested in seeing what gen z is going to do i i feel like though when it comes to tyler perry like yes he has he has had a-list actors in his movie but he will only use them once like you will never see them in a reoccurring role when it comes to his movies except for you know people like cassie davis and um the people who are from originally from the plays and stuff like that like <clears throat> the one who played like tamlin man and them those are the only ones that you will kind of see in the reoccurring roles and then i feel like a lot of the outside of those those select few reoccurring roles everybody who else he brings on is either new to the in, like the entertainment business like they did a couple of stuff but like this tyler perry movie is a big break and I feel like by that being that big break, I don't uh, think he's necessarily paying them fairly because it is a big break. Like Tyler Perry could probably make $20 million off a of of Medea movie, but probably spend well, roughly $5 million just, just paying the actors out of that $5 million and I, the rest goes, you know. I can see your side of it, yeah. I can see you're saying that instead of paying, you know, prof the professionals have it, that have been doing it, Improving for a long time, and they should be paid what they weigh, type of thing. Mm -hmm. He's bringing in new people, so it the cost is lower. I see what you're saying. In my mind, I look at it as, you know, are these A A B listers actually auditioning for these roles? Right, number one, mm -hmm. and then number two, I look at it as he's giving so many more people their big break. You know, mm -hmm. so. I'm pretty sure he probably pitches it like that to them. I know a lot of people have come up to him probably asking to be in a movie or something like that. I was reading an article 
not too long ago where it was a person who actually had another job. I don't know if she was like the wardrobe person or the makeup person. She did something, but he had been knowing her for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she kept on asking to put, you know, asking him to, hey, I want to get a chance to be in one of your shows, one of your shows, one of your shows. And he actually mm-hmm. let her audition and gave her the role. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, I just, it's only one of him, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is not a major company like Paramount or MGM or, you know, things right. like that. It's just him and his production company, which he start trying to get started. <clears throat> so, yeah, so like, but his movies are still produced. So, like, um, I think Lionsgate, who's a big, uh, you know, uh, film, you know, mm-hmm. whatever out there. That's who a lot of his movies are through. So Lionsgate is still putting up a lot of movie money into his movies. So like not 100% all the money that's being put into a Tyler Perry whatever production is necessarily all of Tyler Perry's money. Yeah, but okay. I see what you're saying. I'm just, you know, curious. So what what role did he have? So My um, whole thing is he still has to, you know, he still has to answer to the bigger the bigger company like he like you know how like um back in the day where like people get record labels through like they own record label through their record label so at the end of the day they still have to answer to their record label when it comes to decisions about their record label and i feel like that's kind of like tyler perry probably got a little bit more leeway when it comes to like decisions and production wise but at the same time he still got to answer to the bigger the bigger company oh torian is making his annual appearance on on the podcast hey torian he's worried about his christmas stuff (laughs) (laughs) he just woke up from a nap (laughs) but uh things going we are running on getting close to the end of the show the rapper tina says that beyonce is the queen of rap she says beyonce is the queen of all genres like I told Tina right before this podcast start, Beyonce is not the queen of rap. Even when she does rap, she is not the queen. So I feel like there are way more women out there who are better at it. Um, as I said, Beyonce to me does not have a voice for electric music, which is like that techno type music. Beyonce does not have a voice for that. Her voice doesn't go well with that kind of music. I've said if Beyonce was to be considered a queen of anything, she is a great performer. She's the queen of performing. And she, to me, she's the queen of like R&B and contemporary music. And that's just my personal opinion when it comes to that. Well, I feel like, you know, Trina has her own opinion and that's fine. She has her opinion and maybe right. that's who influenced her into doing a lot of things, which is a little strange to me because they not even... I mean, they, you know, I don't even know you exist. I just want to ask ask that. She, she got it. So Beyonce is a Southern girly, right? So is Trina. So I'm pretty sure. And Beyonce is around her age. And so is Trina. Like, so she grew up. She knew, like Trina, like she's known, you know, if people don't Mm want to give her her flowers, she's known. And, you know, she was one of those people that came out. Like little Kim, real explicit, cut, you know, uncut, raw, 
you know, things like that. And she kind of held on. <laughs> Ooh, so I just think that maybe that's who I think that's just maybe who influenced her. I can I can see that. <clears throat> well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a uh, hot topic. Okay, so to keep things going, this is the last story of the day because it's broken into three different videos for those of you who are watching the live video. But if you're watching the audio version of the podcast, you will be able to hear it. So this is a story about a police officer who drove into a bar and they the police the police officers arrested the co-owner of the bar, even though the police officer was the one who drove into the bar. So I'm going to start this story right now oh there was absolutely video recording i'm just giving you a moment to absorb that headline st louis police crash into lgbtq bar and arrest its owner last night around 12 30 a.m a st louis police cruiser smashed into the front window of an lgbtq bar but it was the bar's co-owner who wound up getting arrested and is currently being held at Central Booking. There were several police officers that jumped him, said James Pence, who co-owns Bar PM with Chad Wick, who is currently in police custody. So Pence, the co-owner who wasn't arrested, he lives above the bar. He said he was getting ready for bed. There are other people closing up the bar. He said suddenly he felt the whole building shake and ran downstairs. He came down to find a police SUV in his building and an officer demanding to see his identification. What? Pence says he replied, No, you don't. That's a police cruiser in my building. You don't need to see my ID. This is not how this works. Pence says he was spun around and placed in handcuffs. There is no crime that has happened. Police crashed into his business and there are people in the business and the cops like you yo who are you identify yourselves what the fuck and what terrible crime did the other co-owner commit that he was arrested and taken away well according to pence the co-owner wick was taking videos and photos of the police vehicle when according to pence three of them officers went for him he raised his arm and they said that he hit them and while pence was let out of cuffs Wick was taken away. Pence spent the next morning cleaning up, but also calling around for hours trying to even find his partner. Couldn't find him. Finally found him at Central Booking. And of course, in the light of a new day, you know, cooler heads prevail. You figure police are like, hey, listen, we all made mistakes. We're gonna, we're gonna send you on your way. We're gonna figure this all out. That's what happened, right? No, they charged him with felony assault on an officer. A police cruiser crashed into their business at almost one in the morning. The police immediately started demanding their IDs and treating them like it was their fault. How dare you put this building where our car was trying to drive? You got a problem with the police? 
don't take pictures and photos that any sensible person would do like for their insurance. So they go at him and he's like, oh, they're like, oh, you tried to hit us now? And they're rolling with that. They're charging him with a felony. A Pence said that the officer who ran into the bar told him that he had swerved to miss a dog in the street. And Pence said that they do have security camera footage of the crash. He's just not making it public. I wonder if the security cameras are pointed at the street and show if there even was a dog or not. Uh, either way, there were definitely security cameras inside of the bar. According to the arrested co-owner's attorney, they show that the St. Louis police are absolutely lying and that his client never assaulted them. I think the statement says something to the effect of, you can't just get mad that someone yelled at you and then charge them with felony assault. A bunch of people reached out to me about this, several who live in the area and who know these two owners, and went on and on about how great they are, how much they do for the local community. The local community is watching. The local community knows these two gentlemen. And to the St. Louis Police Department, you are currently showing them everything they need to know about you. So, hold on. Tina, you muted. Because there's more videos, too. You about to lose your job. All right. Let, let me play part two of the video because it was up there. Okay. I'm just giving you. Oh, there was absolutely video recorded. In fact, the attorney who's representing the two owners of this bar say the video contradicts what the police have said happened. For those who don't know what's going on with this, I posted a video yesterday about how a police officer in St. Louis crashed his patrol vehicle into the front of a gay bar there and then got out and started demanding everyone's ID. And when the owner was like, that's not how this works, what the hell happened? Put that owner in handcuffs. Then when the other owner started taking photos and video, uh, put him in handcuffs and claimed that he struck them and arrested him for felony assault on a police officer. There's actually a 20 minute bystander video that this publication got to review that shows everything that went down. It shows Pence, the one owner being placed in handcuffs. The person recording says what crime did he commit and an unidentified police officer says, a disturbance. The officer then walks toward the person taking the video and says, he's not going to yell at me. That's causing a disturbance. Let me ask you something. What's more of a disturbance? Uh, a person raising their voice and being upset that a vehicle just crashed in their business. And now the person who is driving that vehicle is acting as if it's everyone else's fault and demanding their IDs or crashing your car into a business. That cop is super lucky that this business wasn't open and thriving at the time. He could have seriously injured, if not killed someone, and he's blaming them. Some of the comments on Twitter were making me laugh my ass off. One was, uh, what was that building doing parked so close to the road? Another said, uh, that bar should have just complied. And a third said, what was that bar doing out so late dressed like that? Because that's what it feels like the cops are doing in this situation. Also, in the 20-minute bystander video, uh, Morris, the one who was arrested and charged with felony assault, it shows him never striking an officer in the chest, which is what they're claiming. Also, if you recall, the one owner said that when he asked the officer what had happened, the cop said that he swerved to miss a dog in the road. Well, we now have video from a security camera that shows the accident. And uh, I got to tell you, if you watch up here, I never see a dog. Don't, don't see any dog there at all. Although now the story is the officer was avoiding this parked car, which he doesn't look close to at all. Was this officer given a breathalyzer test at all on scene? Just curious. Now, the attorneys who were representing the owners uh, posted this yesterday. They said that Chad, the one who was charged with a felony, was being released on his own recognizance. Then they said prosecutor just called us and said that they will be amending the charge from a felony to a misdemeanor. 
but that won't be enough. No kidding. Uh, we have video that shows that the police were the aggressors and Chad did nothing wrong. And despite him being released, despite this now having national attention and being pretty embarrassing, I would think, for the St. Louis Police Department, this was the scene outside of the bar last night. Several police officers just posted up, sitting there looking at the bar in what some might interpret as intimidation. The cop who's driving was still on a probationary period because he'd been there less than a year. He made a mistake. He got in a car accident. It's not the end of the world. But rather than be embarrassed, he turned it into this whole other thing, caused all these other problems. And what's really embarrassing is the fact that the other police officers have backed him up on it. Now you have affected an entire community there and the whole world is watching and just shaking their heads at you. Get your house in order. There's one more. Well, the St. Louis story just keeps giving and giving recap. This is the story where a police officer of the St. Louis Police Department lost control of his vehicle and crashed into the front of a gay bar there. And then somehow that led to the owner of that bar being arrested for felony assault on an officer. Bystander video showed that the, the guy didn't assault the officer, at least not there. The officer first claimed he swerved to avoid a dog, then said he was avoiding this parked car. Video showed it looks like he wasn't going to hit it at all. But now we have even more video of that officer driving. Notice how this traffic light is green, giving anyone on this street right of way. And look, there goes the officer running a red light. This video is just moments before he ran into the bar, and it looks like he doesn't even tap his brakes. So multiple traffic infractions prior to the accident. So, of course, there's some sort of protocol where if an officer gets in some sort of accident like that, they do a breathalyzer or sobriety test to make sure uh, that that wasn't a factor, right? Not in this case, apparently. St. Louis police did not do a toxicology test on the officer. And why? Because responding officers who showed up on scene said he wasn't impaired. I don't know. Just take our word for it. We saw him. We talked to him. Not impaired. So they didn't check the person who had been in an accident, the only person responsible for any of it. You know what they did do? Well, you may recall in the first video I made, I talked about how the one owner, Pence, had to clean up the next morning and then had to find Wick, the other owner who had been arrested. It took him a little while to find him. It turns out it took him a while to find him because at first he wasn't at a station being processed. At first, he was at the hospital, which is interesting because no ambulance was called to the bar that night, he was put in a cruiser and driven away. Yet his attorney says when they got him, he has a black eye and bruises all over his body. And he had to be taken to a hospital because he had been beaten. And while all of this injustice and nonsense had happened to the bar owners, this was the scene that very next night outside of the bar. And a lot of people pointed out that not only is there a police cruiser there, but this is a transport vehicle for when you have to arrest multiple people. You'd want to have something like this to transport all of them. It's almost like the police were very ready to make some arrests outside of or near that bar that evening. I mean, I'm not a legal expert, but it feels like there's been some civil rights violations. So, wouldn't be surprised if I hear about a lawsuit being filed in the near future. I know that it's a lot to digest. 
That is a lot to unpack, okay? Yeah, First so, of all, <laughs> go ahead. So, like, so just to give a recap. So, first, the police officer drives into drives into this gate into a gay bar, and he arrests the co uh, the co bar owner. He lied and said that he swerved into he swerved to miss the dog, where there's no dog in the video, and then he he lied and said that he was swerving to miss hitting a car that he was nowhere near hitting. Uh, was he he charged charged charge him was a felony aggravated assault. Or, of a police officer saying that the man punched him in the chest when there's video proof that the man never punched him in the chest. And the fact that when the other bar owner was trying to find his friend, he couldn't find him anywhere because he was in the hospital because he had a black guy and bruises all over his body. So And they had the cruisers out sitting outside of the bar. Intimidation, right? Right. Allegedly. Yeah. Alleged intimidation, right? Right. That... So, number one, he. So that police officer just needs to. Like, needs to be fired. He does not need to be a part of yeah. the police department anymore. You ran a red light, and then you swerved to hit a car that wasn't even moving. Right, so in a car that wasn't moving. Wasn't moving, and then you went all the way across on the other side of the street and ran into a fucking like you ran into a building. He, he ran into be, a building. He has to be drunk on the job or something because there's nothing. I can't think of anything else that could possibly explain that kind of stupidity. Hold on, baby. At all. Like, I just, I just don't under, I don't understand it at all. Uh, hello, how are you doing? I keep getting a phone call from an 855 612 number. Y'all need to start. Y'all call like six times back to back. Me too. Oh my God. This now. They keep calling. They, they, yeah, mine's is still going off with them calling. Oh my god, but yeah, like I said, that police officer needs to be fired. So it's up to you if you want to do your update or oh, me, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. let's do it real quick. All right. So let's head into I gotta find your thing, okay. So let's head into Tina updates and uh, health updates and tips. Okay, so today the health topic is kind of a twofold. It's like a um, a hot topic and a health update. So I don't know if anybody was watching or heard the news today. Um, a young lady by the name of Gypsy Rose Blanchard was uh, released from prison early. Um, I want to say, I think they said two years early off of her 10-year sentence. Um, and she was sentenced to 10 years for conspiring to murder her mother, right? And I was like, who is she? I don't remember her. Let me look more into this, right? So I look more into it. It sounds like um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard admitted to helping her boyfriend at the time kill her mother, Dee Dee Blanchard. Um, and he was actually sentenced to life in prison without parole, and she got 10 years off of a plea deal. Now, what's so crazy is she got this plea deal because the defense was able to prove that Dee Dee's mother 
was suffering from something called Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Okay. So Munchausen syndrome by proxy is a rare condition where um, a person, usually a primary caregiver, um, fakes or exaggerates or creates an illness um, from the person that they're caring for, for just for attention, right? Now, in this case, the um, the person that's suffering from Munchausen syndrome was some other D.D. Blanchard, right? And uh, um, the person she was caring for was her daughter. So it sounds like um, the mother had made it seem like, I believe, she was suffering from leukemia um, and muscular dystrophy. And these are serious, serious, serious health concerns, okay? Um, and, you know, treatments that go along with those things can be life-threatening within themselves, right? So she, the daughter must have found out that this was, that her mother was doing this. She wasn't really sick. So then that's when she conspired um, with her boyfriend to kill her mother. Um, Munchausen syndrome by proxy is considered to be a form of abuse, um, child abuse or elderly abuse. Um, um, so I thought that was pretty rocky, Becky. <laughs> uh, so I figured that was some pretty um, interesting topics to touch upon um, today. It is something rare. It's not something that you see quite often. Um, but Munchausen syndrome by proxy usually happens when um, somebody fakes symptoms like seizures, um, different aches and pains, um, just, you know, other different things that was going on. Um, they alter tests like urine tests. They put things in their urine, like blood, so on and so forth. They make it seem like they are sicker than what they are. Um, or um, I've heard stories of when the caregiver will poison the patient or their client or their child um, that, and that's how it makes them sick, right? They use very small amounts of poison over a long extended period of time and that starts to give the child or whoever they're, they're caring for these symptoms. Um, so she got out today. Um, I did see a post where the first thing she did when she got out was went shoe shopping. Um, now, do I feel like that she should have conspired to kill her mother? No. You know. You didn't have to marry. Her husband came and picked her up. That was her husband. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so, oh my God. And I want to say I was reading somewhere. She's like 31 or 32 now or something like that, right? So, I feel like, you know, it is a form of abuse. And I mean, I can't imagine enduring all of the treatments that come along with those types of illnesses. Um, so it definitely caused probably, you know, some type of mental health issues within her, Gypsy, right? 
So I can see, you know, anger, you know, sadness, depression, anxiety coming along with finding out that your mother, somebody that is taking birth to you that was supposed to love you unconditionally would actually do something like this. Um, and that's all I got. Anthony, Chase, I mean, Hi, Chase. Wait, wait. She over here confused me, y'all, with Paw Patrol talking to her son and stuff. Child. <laughs> he was sleeping, got up, and he want to play. I'm sorry, y'all. Trying to do my job. No, when I was listening, because I'm like, I was trying to keep to keep a talk with the TikTok audience and be on pay attention here at the same time. So wait, you said leukemia and the, then the muscle something. I'm like, Muscular I'm like, dystrophy. She, I'm like, she was in a lot of pain. Like, oh my god. You know, just to pull, just to pull off something like that, because it's like the daughter wasn't necessarily, unless she was brainwashed, like. To go along with having the symptoms of that, it's like, what was she giving her? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've heard of people being poisoned, very small, it's not, mm -hmm. and it's untraceable. And I mean, that's not the first thing that goes through a provider's mind when a mother brings her child in and looks well cared for, and it seems like they got a good relationship and they don't have any signs of abuse, you know. That's not the first thing that we're going to think about. That is a, an acute toxicity of a poisoning or a chronic poisoning event or something like that, you know. So they probably never did like a toxicology uh, screening. But, you know, if you are um, exposed to chemicals over a certain amount of time, it can cause cancers. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the lady who poisoned, who slowly poisoned her, her husband over time with antifreeze. Yes. Mm. Yep. So, and it's really sad. Like I said, this is really rare that happens. And it also is another version of it. Munchausen syndrome by itself. That's when the person does it to themselves to gain attention. Mm -hmm. And it's solely just for attention purposes. There, there's no other reason. There is no cure, right? Because it's a, it's a behavioral disorder disorder. Let me find out you're talking about all the other, <clears throat> You know what? I just... uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into TikTok videos of the week. I'm innocent and all that. I'm just gonna say I'm innocent. But let's Whatever. get into the first videos. Three videos. They're kind of short videos. And then, yeah, here we go. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but stop grounding your kids from their online games. Log into those games and get them banned. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that she was going to agree with that. So, um, so you watching on TikTok Live, and he said that uh, the video was it says stop grabbing your kids from the video games, log in, and get them banned from it from the online server. I knew Tina would agree with that. Oh, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Don't you worry. All right, let's head into the next clip, and in this next clip, I, okay, I know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let Tina see it. So a map came out with the 50 drunkest counties in the U.S. And right when I saw the map, my eyes go to California, Texas, Florida, 
places like New York, New Jersey, but Wisconsin, with almost a clean sweep. Holy shit. Fuck yeah, to be frank. As you pour it, as you pour it, as you pour that whole entire map was lit up with just Wisconsin with the 50 junkest counties in the United States. Like, oh, about 48 of those was every county in Wisconsin. Oh my God. It's all Tina's fault that we're the drunkest county. And uh, yeah, that's Tina's fault. That's her generation. That's that Gen X always going out partying and drunk. That is her generation. Okay, so let's head into this last video because it has to do with... It is not my fault. <laughs> it has to do with Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. So here we go. Jill and I hope you are able to spend time with your loved ones this holiday season. During this time, we're also thinking of the brave women and men in uniform who defend our nation, many of them away from their families. We wish you joy and happiness this Christmas Eve. Some time later. They spied on my campaign, lied to Congress, cheated on FISA, rigged the presidential election, allowed millions of people, many from prisons and mental institutions, to invade our country, screwed up in Afghanistan, and Joe Biden's misfits and thugs like deranged Jack Smith are coming after me at levels of persecution never seen before in our country, huh? It's called election interference. Merry Christmas. It's the fact that people can see examples of these two men and then look at the one who, all caps, long-ass run-on sentence that's also a question somehow and still say, that's our guy. Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's our guy. <laughs> Wait, because how your your Merry Christmas message to the, the the U.S. the United States people were supposed to be you know have a blessed Christmas. Thank you to our troops. Mm -mm. No, oh, he kept it one hundred. He went on there and said they lied, election interference. <laughs> they all kind of shit. Have a nice day. Oh God, please somebody help that orange man. Just please help him. Oh goodness. Okay. Um, all right, before we go, Tina, do you have any New Year's resolutions before we head out for? Oh, it is coming up on New Year's Eve on Sunday, New Year's Day on Monday. Can't believe 2024 is uh, where did 2023 come from? It was like one long, insufferable, it was a horrendous, terrible year. <laughs> it was like, what is going on? It was like, everybody's just like, man. Everybody but, killing each other. That's true. That's true. We were just trying to survive in 2023, right? So, <coughs> New Year's resolutions. Mm, so, as I got older, I've learned that, and this is going to be my final thought, too. I'm going to roll it all into one. As I've gotten older, I've kind of shied away from putting restrictions on myself as a New Year's resolution because I've noticed throughout that year, I grow in many different ways. What do you say? 
Yes, it was. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, I've learned that I grow and I go through many different transitions within a year. So I don't want to cap myself with one thing other than to grow in the right direction. So that's my New Year's resolution. Whatever changes come my way, I hope that they are positive and I hope that they... Right. Not the mama's there. <laughs> and <laughs> Rocky, y'all, Christmas got him in a car called car. Yeah, police car. So I just want to grow in the right direction. I want to keep moving forward. So that is my new year's resolution whatever whatever that is for me in year 2024 i want to go in the right direction and final thoughts no i'm happy we, gotta, we ended another we got, a, we, got a, we got a video package for final thoughts so we can't oh never mind okay <laughs> never mind. uh okay so my, my bad, resolution is um want to become a better producer which is what i've been working on far as the show um unfortunately you guys are you'll have to wait for do like the clips for the podcast because i'm on vacation and i'm getting ready to leave tomorrow so i can't really put out clips or anything um but yeah it's to be i'm working on becoming a better producer i want i want to hopefully finally put out a book next year i am currently working on my fourth book right now and um you know, old Yeller was supposed to be reading the first two books that I had sent them, giving me some feedback. But I believe he only read like the first page, and that was it. So I still ain't got no feedback, even though he had the book for like two, three weeks now. But not the um, first page. Yeah, he just read the first page, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Hopefully, that's my. I'm hopefully just better put a book. I'll be able to put a book out next year. And hopefully somebody pick me up. I can get a manager or whatever, and they can help me get a book put out there. Um, become a better producer. Be able to become better at making this podcast, bring you guys content. And we need help from you guys by subscribing and, and sharing our podcast link out there for the wells, for the well, for us, for the well. Woo! First page only. <laughs> Only the first page is what he read. You know what? I had saw whatever. I don't know why I thought about uh, I thought about uh, Blanche and it was just thought about whatever. He, but um, let's hear some final thoughts. Yeah, you did it, Rocky. Yeah, you did it, Rocky. Yay. Okay, final thoughts for me for ending the year 2023. Tori and I need you to turn. So my final resolution, I mean my final resolution, my final thoughts is pour into those that pour into you. Okay? Very, very important. You know, it's good to have random acts of kindness, things that other, because everybody needs a random act of kindness from a stranger, or even if the person isn't quite a stranger, a person that know you, but it stands some type of grace towards you is always 
a great feeling, right? But stop wasting your time and energy on those who don't see fit to do the same for you, okay? I've gotten, I'm probably halfway through my lifespan. I'm just now learning this the hard way. Um, And, you know, it might be a cliche phrase, but it's 100% true, okay? So you got to take care of yourself first and surround those, surround yourself with those who want to see you better and who will extend grace to you to see you do better and make sure you do it in return for them. That's my final thought. I was still muted. My final thought is make sure bust the cap. Sometimes you just got to bust a cap and some people to get your point. Oh, wait, don't no, let me not say that because Tina will be like, no, don't be saying that type of message. So don't be saying that. But uh, my final thought is, you know, going into 2024, we need to learn how to get along with each other, take better care of each other, you know, stop. Re- and then at the same time, stop relying on other people to take care of you. Stop relying on people to make decisions for you because at the end of the day, what goes on in your life or what happens in your life is up to you it's your choices it is your life to pick how you decide to either glow it up or mess it up it's all i'm saying <clears throat> and um black actors and actresses need to be paid more and that's, that's my final thought okay okay, okay. somebody's gonna go on vacation yeah i can't wait <clears throat> So those hey. of you who don't know, I fly out to Miami in the morning. Um, I'm like so teen, I'm still nervous as hell about flying because I still just do not like flying. But I'm in, I'm excited to be getting on my going on a cruise. I've been talking about this cruise since probably last year, and because we planned this cruise before I went on the last cruise uh, that I went on. But I'm excited. It's the, my first uh, vacation out of Wisconsin in a year. I want to say. So I'm excited. I can't wait. And then yeah. I'm so happy to be going. I'm so happy to be experiencing this. And then you know, some people get asked, like, why do you like being on the water so much? Why do you like being on cruises? The reason why I like doing the cruises is because I get to visit so many different destinations in one trip. I get to see the world in, in just so many different places in the world in just one trip. And that's why I enjoy cruising on top of the boozes and the shows on there. <laughs> So I'm excited. Right, it's like a nice fun shop. Right. I'm excited. I can't mm. wait to get to Miami. Um, my cousin has already booked us uh some dinner at a restaurant Saturday night in somewhere in Miami. So I'm excited about that. I get to be bougie for a night. Uh, <laughs> I hope she ain't book it book nowhere where I gotta dress bougie because I did not bring no bougie clothes. I brought I brought my hoochie daddy clothes, like I'm trying to go out and hold clothes. So you know, I got all my I packed all my see-through underwear, and some underwear got pieces missing out of them that was designed like that. So, um, <laughs> I do not have, you know, formal formal clothes to wear to this dinner. So, uh, like I said, I'm excited, and I and I can't I can't wait. Uh, I'm so over you, but go off, friend. Go off. I'm so happy for you. I really. I wish you safe travels. Everybody wish Martel safe travels. Um, and I'm happy for you. You deserve it. You worked really hard for this. Yay. 
I can't wait. I can't wait to live my best life and be home. And, and I already went and got cash, so if there's some holes down there, you know, some puddings. Like my cousin said, I got that forty dollars for you if you want to come see me. Oh no! I got that forty dollars for them puddings. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the final episode of Stay Cast Different Day Podcast of 2023. We hope to see and hear from you guys in 2024. Thank you again for joining us on this jersey. I said jersey, oh my god, journey. And I will see you all <laughs> on the next episode um, coming when I get back from vacation, which is, I don't know. I believe January 11th is when y'all get another live episode. January 11th is when y'all see me, see us again live. For those of you who watch the live versions, the video, audio versions, you'll get around the same time. But thank y'all. We'll see you on the next episode.